0: Welcome to four season podcast. I'm Mary. I'm Courtney. I'm Dami. We are three sisters. We are sisters connected by blood and by marriage. And this podcast is a space we wanted to create as we process what is true for us individually in each season of our Hello everyone, Mary here. I wanted to jump in to give a quick disclaimer. The episode that you are about to listen to is the first ever full recording that we had done together. So we are very new to this and the audio sounds like it. Okay. It is a little spotty here and there, but friends, Beloved listeners, all right, give us some grace. It's gonna get better. We're gonna grow together. Our audio will improve as we go along. Uh, but we wanted to give you that disclaimer. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, sisters. Mary, hey. <laughs> hey. the Tina Girl. And we are sisters. <laughs> Anyways, I used to want to be gallery Um, oh. y'all, we are we are doing a podcast. <laughs> A whole podcast. I'm still kind of wrapping my head around it as I'm sitting on the floor in my closet of my okay. empty house. I know every, um,
1: every time we meet, I just be like, "Wait, oh, this is really happening."
0: No, we're right? actually doing it. And then I like in passing, I say to people, "Like, yeah, I got to record my sister tonight." And I'm like, what? Well, like, yeah, my. Does make you sound fancy? I like podcast content. Yeah,
2: but, my- but like, doesn't it feel good? Like, it feels it's really the good aim. to me. It's
0: <laughs> the we have a lot that we're trying to get through, so let me stop rambling. Um. So this is our first podcast episode, Uh, I think it's going to be fun, we had a lot we want to talk about, but I feel like before we get into all the deep nitty gritty, I wanted us to try something, I feel like we should introduce this section at the very beginning called true or false, and so really this is just for us to be stupid, it don't have to necessarily be rapid fire, but I, I'm always, are y'all on Instagram like that? Yeah, Yeah, first of all, that you know you be on Instagram, you be on Instagram,
1: I mean, I'm on a schedule, but I'm not on Instagram. Like, oh, I'm you
0: schedule gonna, your content.
1: Correct. I schedule my content, but I'm not like, oh, let me go and see what ha- is happening here and like scroll through for hours. I just don't have the time right now. But you're gonna tell people
0: what you do. Content. You got to tell people what you, what page you post on because that probably don't make sense for some people.
1: Oh, yes. Um, so for those of you who don't know, which many may not, um, I am a licensed professional counselor, so I have no. my no. own private practice um, no. called Eriti Counseling. So you can follow <laughs> me at Eriti Counseling on um, IG and all the other social media platforms. So, yeah, I'm a therapist, but I'm not your therapist, but I am. She <laughs> could it be, though. But I said to throw it out there because people going to consider this therapy, and it's not. But we'll talk. Oh, about that's it. a
0: good word. That is a good word. I think we can get into that right before we get into our actual like, topic. We should talk about some what is this and what isn't it. That's actually yes. a good point. Okay, so I'll be on Instagram. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. I won't be posting, but I'll be looking at everything. And I'll be seeing some stuff that i just be like, do I feel like that's true or not? Like, mm. so it doesn't have to be rapid fire. We could talk about it, but I'm just going to throw out some memes and some things I've been reading online that oh made Lord. me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I just want y'all to be like, true or false? Like, does that land or not? Okay. okay. Ready? Yes, yes. Unpopular opinion <laughs> weddings are a waste of money.
1: False. Oh. False. No. What? False. No. Wait, okay. Wait, Courtney, what's your answer?
2: Okay. Weddings are definitely a waste of money. First of all, y'all know y'all brother. First of all, he's naturally frugal, right? Yes. He has been since forever. Right. And so I wasn't always like that, but since I've been married to him for almost nine years, eight years, I feel like, right. I feel like, um, we could have taken that money and did something Totally different than a three-day wedding. Because mm. we today. we Nigerian, we got to throw that in there. So Courtney married into him a lot. Absolutely. So we spent a lot of money. Um, we had um a a, a money shower. And mm-hmm. That money could have gone to you. yeah. yeah. We, we got sprayed during our wedding, and mm-hmm. that money could have gone further than what it further than where it went. So I mm-hmm. I feel like I, I I would have been happy with. A courthouse wedding, and that's it. Really? Like, Are you saying that from oh, now, right.
0: but are you saying that from, like, you are? You already had the wedding, though? Right. Are you saying, you get what I'm saying? Or, but are you saying you back then, you would have been like, nah, just go to the courthouse, or just you now?
2: I was always like, let's just chill. Really? Yeah, let's be, yeah, let's be simple. But I think it was for um, my parents, my mom. Mm-hmm. She wanted to have the big wedding, the white wedding. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was just people living their life through me. Well, we're both simple. So this could have all been or that could have all been very simple. We spent so too much money.
0: For a quick context before we go to dami um Courtney is our sister in love. She's married to our brother, my brother and Dami's brother. And so Dami's number five in the family diary. Courtney's husband's number six, I'm number seven. So um when she said seven.
1: Husband, Yes. out of seven I'm the last
0: hey now thank you Jesus <laughs> and, and so when Courtney talks about her husband she's talking about our brother okay um that said, th- let's also put some context to you know no I'm not gonna do that I'm not gonna even play with your wedding Dami. I'm not gonna play with your wedding <laughs> go
1: ahead Girl, you can play to my wedding because that was not a waste of money if I could let me clap oh my that, it was not a waste of that just was intense that was intense I would do it all over again really um I would and wow! More, and more. Like my husband and I talk about our wedding day every single time, and we had so much fun. Like so Aww. much fun. I think everything we wanted happened. You know, minus some likes here or there, whatever. But it was just a good time to celebrate, like our union. Mm-hmm. And like for us, like we don't celebrate our anniversaries. Um, mm. We will because our tenure is coming up next year. But we just don't. So wow. we think back and say, like, Man, that was like that was good money spent. I'll do it again. But we can't keep up with nowadays Nigerian weddings. I I don't want to be made fun of on Bella Naija um mm-hmm. for my mm-hmm. weddings. So I'm just like, let me there sit down because you know it's another level. But absolutely not. It was it was definitely not a waste of money for us. I'll do it again.
0: Wow. <laughs> I actually wasn't expecting. actually. I wasn't expecting maybe Courtney's answer, but now that she explained it, it does make sense because that does match our personalities. How um, was that, both hey, of your buddy? You? I'm torn. I think if you spend the money well, it cannot be a waste of money. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't, I'm just not, Dami is an events person. I feel like, C- true or false, Dami? You like it. I'm a
1: you planner like an to the tea. don't know. She how likes to set the fellowship. Out.
0: Right. I'm not like that. I'm ready to go. <laughs> so like I just can't really imagine me have like spending a lot of money on a, you know, a wedding. I just feel like though, I would rather I wanna like I wanna like, I don't, I'm by the time I meet somebody and get married, I'm going to be in my 30s. I don't want to if we don't have to. Let's not be renting an apartment. Let's get a nice little house. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, you know what I'm saying? I want to kind of, let's do some other things. I want to travel. I want to be off for two weeks. Like, let's yes. just, you know, I, so I think I would rather put the money to that. But like, you know, I'm nowhere. uh, I don't have a partner. I'm just talking out loud. So don't, don't at me. If you see my wedding on Bella Nights, (laughs) 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 don't at me because that was me living my truth. Okay. So now we're going to kind of go into our topic for the, this episode, which is all centered around spirituality and this podcast is called for a season right so the idea of this podcast and kind of where the name came from was as we got together and talked about and y'all jump in but as we got together and talked about what do we want this to be we knew we just wanted to sit around talk shit but we also wanted to reflect where we are and Um, I think the conversation started off with Courtney saying, look, before we do this, I need y'all to know where I'm at. (laughs) And we sat down and had this long conversation about where we were. And most of it was around spirituality. Like, this is what I believe. This is what I don't believe anymore. And that kind of was our little pilot episode. So the point of me saying that is we wanted to sit down and talk about it again. And we felt like it was important for us, for those listening who know us and those who are getting to know us, to have an understanding of where we're coming from as people, our context, like what we believe now, where we see ourselves going in our own spiritual journeys. Like we just want to give that context for everyone listening. So as we talk, it'll make more sense. But I want to toss it over to our LPC in the room. Um, Can you let the people know what we what we are not here to do?
1: I yes, I am a therapist, um, licensed professional counselor, um, but I am not your therapist. So. While I may be speaking and my sisters here may be speaking um, from a place of just personal experience and sharing our processes and how we're processing and where we are at, um, I do encourage all of you to seek your own individual therapy because this is not it, right? This is a place mm-hmm. for community, um, but this is not substitute and it is not therapy
0: come on now i want to throw it over because you know courtney's an educator come on but courtney's out about to sit here and write lesson plans the ieps for your kids all right <laughs> <laughs> no job all right mm-hmm. i'll be over here in these social work streets but i promise you i'm not trying to build a program we want to we, we, this is really just for you to be a fly on the wall like if you're sitting around listening to your sisters at like a dinner talk about something going on in their lives that's kind of what we want we want to kiki in the corner and you listen in mm-hmm. so that's what this is, y'all. Um, how do we want to start? I know that we kind of thought through where we want to go, but I kind of wanted it to hand it over to Coco. Um, I know <laughs> Courtney's like, what? Because Courtney, I feel like you really set the trajectory for this podcast. You might not feel that way, but I feel like you did in that you were the first to be vulnerable and say, "I'm not where you guys thought I was mm. anymore." Mm. And I feel like even with people, especially maybe for people who know you and especially in our family, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to talk about being in a different place spiritually, that's really vulnerable because yeah. you didn't know how we were going to respond or if we were going to want to do this with you anymore. So um, if you're ready, I just—I mm-hmm. think I want to hear about kind of like where, um, what was your spiritual background? And like, you want to start there and like where you are now? Like, how are they different?
2: Yeah, okay. So um I grew up um Pentecostal Southern Baptist. That was that was my thing. Um and as you guys know that Pentecostal and Southern Baptist is very traditional. Um just recently like during the pandemic 2020, I just started to discover who I was as a person and who I was spiritually. Um you know, all the all the churches were closed down. Um where I am today is nowhere near where, where, how I was raised. Um, mm. definitely no religion. Um, I'm not tied to any religion. I am definitely exploring and journeying through my spirituality, learning every day, taking in what I can. Um, but definitely hands off of religion completely. Mm-hmm. I guess like,
0: okay, but this is a clarifying question I guess I want to understand more like when you say religion you you mean I don't identify under any certain umbrella like Christianity Muslim uh, or Islam or anything like that but you appear to me to be a very spiritual person she's the
1: hippie of the family
0: say what what do you say Diamond?
1: she's the hippie of the family <laughs> you kind of I feel like do she you not vibrate on a level a spiritual level Say it again, Dami. I said she vibrates on a spiritual level.
0: I look at, I feel that you, I I guess I read you that way, Cordy, but is that not the case? Do you not identify as like a spiritual? Because I think religion and spirituality are are different.
2: Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So do you not identify as like a spiritual person?
2: I do. I'm Mm -hmm. completely spiritual. Um, Mm -hmm. I I do not identify under the umbrella of Christianity anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, For myself personally, like Dami said, I am the hippie. And to me, that means I just like to be free. I don't mm-hmm. want to be tied down to any title. I want to explore um, for myself and learn for myself and know for myself um, what life is. And that mm-hmm. has brought me to the journey of spirituality. I want to know who God is for me without the covering of some type of title, whether it's Christianity, mm-hmm. um, Buddhism, um, Catholic. I don't want that. I just want to mm-hmm. be free in. Free and learning who God is for myself, and that's where I am. Okay. I, I want to a ask follow me-
1: up question. Is that yeah, go right? ahead, Amanda. I'm I'm curious as to when you say I'm hands off on religion, like what does that look like practically in your life? So like, if someone is like also hands off on religion right now, like what what is that? How does how would they identify?
2: Okay, so for me um personally, I was I was. Ankle deep, body deep into the church, Christianity, mm-hmm. right? So I was into a lot of ministries. I think um, for about two years, I was on a worship team. Um, you know, not missing a Sunday, not missing a Bible study, not missing a small group session. Um, and when I say I'm hands-off, mm-hmm. I'm just not scheduled.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not
2: um I'm not routine anymore. Mm. I am just freely floating figuring out what fits me for me Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to tell me when I need to go and find God or when I need Mm -hmm. to go and learn God I'm just I'm searching and I'm journeying and I'm completely hands-off when it comes to knowing who God is for myself there's nobody that can tell me like this is the direction this is the direction that I feel that you need to go in Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to hear directly from God and that's where I am it's Mm -hmm. it's I won't call it a struggle. It's different. It's different from being routine. It's different uh-huh. from being scheduled, but it's so real. It's mm. so organic. It's so natural. And that's where I want to be. So like, do you,
0: you believe in there being, we don't have to get into the weeds, but like you believe in there being a creator and a God.
2: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely.
0: And you have a relationship with, with God right. Like in that way. So like, what does that look like? Like, how do you model that? Does that make sense? Mm.
2: it's really hard when there's a lot of people around you who are still doing the religion thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel alone because, um, I mean, we're, we're Western culture. So we're raised to believe that this is the way that we should journey Mm -hmm. um, through, through Christianity. And, um, me modeling it is just me by myself and then if you decide to journey with me um Uh we can model together but what it looks like is just me setting my own schedule you know i may meditate in the morning i may journal and have a conversation rather than like prayer Mm -hmm. i may um speak my affirmations rather than prayer Uh quote-unquote prayer um and then just journey to where that leads me but it's no like strict schedule yeah command um this is what you need to do it's just uh-huh. what i feel it's what i feel it's, it, it's my personal connection between myself and with god myself and with source mm-hmm. Oh, girl,
1: as I hear you speak, the level of anxiety that arose within <laughs> my body. Talk about it. Talk about, about it. it. Oh, like I'm all semantic over here. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. hallelujah. <laughs> well, I mean, just for me, let me give you a bit of context on mm-hmm. kind of my background um, and how I was raised. And although Mary and I are sisters, we definitely share different experiences. So um, my dad was a celestial pastor. So that just kind of means there's a, a celestial um Church of Christ is so a type of like religion in, in Nigerian culture where they see themselves as celestials, representatives representatives of like heaven, uh, mm-hmm. but here on earth. So they wore all white, no shoes, kind of like the people of Israelites, like, you know, marching in the journey for forty years or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. anyways. But um, growing up, we moved to multiple churches because my dad was really just obsessed with celestial preaching and being a pastor like that's kind of how our lives was centered around so we went to black churches white churches, it's a pentecostal non-denomination i feel like we went to everything I, we probably went to a catholic but we eventually landed in a <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> on sorry. a non-denominational church in a small town um uh in georgia and like after a period of time it was kind of like from my our mom's perspective, our only friends could be of the church. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to have community, I had to have friends in the church, mm-hmm. right? So what I bring all that to say, because now I am struggling, right? I'm struggling because there are certain things that I think about and I reflect on. I think this past year for me, you know, I've um, since then I've always like, I did church all the time. I did the thing, the religious, like because I just felt like that grounded me. This is, you know, what I need to be doing. I felt centered because that's where I found my community. If I moved to a new place, I know if I go to church. That's where I met my husband. It was in church. I always was a fellowship, like leader. I led groups and things of that nature. So I would say about November, January, the particular church that I was attending in my town, um, the pastor had an affair and left. And I was just like, wait, what the
0: fuck? <laughs> right?
1: Like, what is happening Here and I don't think I realized it at the time, but I think that impacted me Mm -hmm. um, in a way that I didn't recognize. And I began to be like, "Wait, what is happening? And what does authentic leadership look like in the church?" Right? Mm Because I've I've had even before that church, I joined another church, and it was a another like you know it was a Nigerian church, which is very clicky. And before that church, it's always so. Each time the leadership in the church would always do something to impact me. Mm -hmm. Um, And how um, I see them, because they were kind of like, I don't know, just this figure, right? Because I was taught, like, you know, they are the person that is close to God. Yeah, you are under them, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: But it just became confusing. So I think like, I am trying to find, because I no longer believe with some of the ways of how to be a Christian, because I still identify as a Christian for myself. I don't think I identify with the way in which to be a Christian. So it's struggle for me because I am not like, you know, COVID happened and we weren't going to church every single Sunday. Uh, but I recently started back and I, I go and I'm anxious because I don't want to mm-hmm. be there, but I, I, I want to be there at the same time and it's really confusing dichotomy within my body. Like I feel, mm-hmm. it. so I'm just kind of confused. I'm like, how do I be a Christian? Because And knowing like what I grew up to believe is no longer true for myself in this season. Mm -hmm. And I don't identify with parts of that anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm a Christian, but how? How, Sway? How? How is this supposed to happen? So when I hear Courtney speak about, yes, I'm free and I can do this. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, but girl, how? How? What is that level of confidence? Because I think for me, it's insecurity um mm. that you had to like muster up to get to a place to be like even in the, the loneliness and things of that nature to say you know this is this is how i'm doing this right um mm. i don't know what is that for you because I, I know what it is for me but i'm um in terms of why i don't have that but i'm curious for you like what creates a level of confidence to where you can freely say you know i know god and this is how I'm, i choose to follow
2: so for me i'm gonna just be honest it's not 100% confident Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, um, I'm still very sketchy because, like I said, I feel alone because everyone around me does not believe how I believe because everyone believes in Christianity and in this um, in this thin line that they should walk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, for me, it's just it's like trial and error. Um, I I I literally just go through this journey daily. I go through this journey daily and um, I may encounter hiccups. I may encounter positivity. Um, I can say that there are some times where it's fear-based when my mind does take me back to Christianity. Like, oh my God, what am I doing wrong? Uh, Oh my God, what's happening? Oh my God, is this the way that I should be going? But it's, I, I, I find my confidence in my own journey and through God, through source, like, it's a it's a everyday practice. Every like there's not a day that I can't let up.
0: You know what uh, I mean? Yeah.
2: Because if I do, then I it's like a step backwards. So I'm not a hundred percent confident in this journey yet. Mm. This is very new to me. It's only been two years. Um, so um I just keep pushing and I I keep pushing away from what I've been taught and and daily unlearning of what I've been taught, but it's not hundred percent confident. I can tell you that now. I think like what I, one thing like,
0: well, let me ask, cause as I'm listening, it feels like, because Dami uh, described it as freedom, um, but I even wonder if it's like a level of like felt safe, like safety, like I feel safe to be in the space of questioning Mm -hmm. in my immediate community like, I don't know if y'all will answer that question the same. I feel like Courtney might say yes to that, but I feel like Diamond will probably say no. Is that right? Like, I feel like in the people immediately around me, like partner, mm-hmm. you know, friends, work colleagues, I feel safe to, to out loud be like, I don't do that no, mom. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: I feel like Courtney would be like, yeah, uh, I don't care about them.
2: Yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I right. It's yes. me and my man and my kids. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly how it is. And even in my friend group, like yeah. we've all like migrated, sort of, not mm-hmm. all of us completely, but mm-hmm. we all are open-minded to mm-hmm. like understand our beliefs and different beliefs and unlearn what we have all learned in the past mm-hmm. 20 years, 30 years, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're you're absolutely right.
1: But Dami, how would you answer
2: that? No, I definitely
1: think I would be outlawed.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, I think I will have a, cr- a crew of like uh, conservatives who would be like, okay, we'll just pray, just do this. Just, you know, just, you got to try different churches out. You got to try, you got to find some da 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 And then other ones will say, oh, well, you know, you just got to pray. You don't have to always mm-hmm. do uh, do it like this. You can just, you know, whatever the season is for you. And I'm like, I hear that, but it ain't <laughs> that. Like It's deeper than just the day-to-day. It's just like, but how? Like, I think I'm also trying to figure out You know, I like maybe there's another level of who God is that I need to expand and just Mm. for myself um, and being confident um, in seeking God and asking God and finding another level of what who God is, because I think who I thought God is, if I'm being honest, was what the pastor told me he was, right? And when, and that's how I, so I measured my level of like, am I doing it right or not? By like what the preacher brought into the space. Or if if I connected with him that day, okay, I'm right standing with God. Like I measured yeah. my walk based off of the preacher. Like if I'm being really honest. And you know, when it came to a point in my motherhood where I just could not do the regimen of devotion in the because I got two kids and it's right. it hard. And I'm, right. I'm working in the streets. I felt like, oh my God, God doesn't, Oh, I'm I'm guilty because every morning you go back. They'll say just 15 minutes. I don't have 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> have got you got seen my kids? <laughs> and, and got it. I'm sorry, but just do the five five. No, I don't even have that sometimes. Right. right. And it was just there'd be a period of time where I'm like, God, you hear my thoughts? Like, just do it today. And I'm just like I talk, and I and I sometimes I wonder like Break my oh, mind. Crazy thing is I feel like God still be showing up, and He still He's still with me. Mm-hmm. But I don't lean into that, and I'm still seeing like my actions and how my actions are showing disconnect so then I feel guilty so Mm -hmm. I think that's what led leading me to where I am of just like but how how Mm -hmm. how how Mm -hmm.
0: How? I feel like oh I connect with so much I feel like there's so many things I want to definitively say to people who are listening but I want to do it through like my story so i'm trying to think about how to put that together how about
1: you start from the beginning and you share like how you were raised and your background and context right
0: okay so like first of all i like dami said we were raised with the same parents but in different iterations of themselves like they were not the same people so i'm the youngest my mom had me at 39. i was the last born um our family looked very different (laughs) it looked very different by the time. So I had a similar understanding of church is is our place of belonging. So, I mean, we were children of survivors, in a sense, survivors of a lot of things. There was just a very, like, we need to know who we know and trust who we know. And that's it. And who we know are people from the church. And so that's safe. And that's where I, all of my important, like, formative, um, like developmental milestones happen through the lens of faith. Like my understanding of myself, my understanding of, uh, my body, my sexuality, my, all that was through, like, not the lens of faith in terms of like, I have a relationship with God and I'm like being equipped, like I'm being taught how to study the text and come to understandings, but like the church is telling me something and that's what I have to believe. (laughs) And like, there was not a lot of space. I feel like in, I feel like the church equipped me for so much in terms of like of pushing me into leadership roles and giving me certain skills but like at the end of the day I was not equipped um to know how to question to know how to um form a spiritual life that I could sustain Mm. and so as I went to um as I went to college I just did what I always did because I knew that that always worked. I'm somewhere new. I find a church. And that was what we were taught. The first thing you want to do, go find a church, find a community group, get plugged in, and then you just keep that rhythm going. And that rhythm served me in so many ways. And the communities I found were good in a lot of ways. But what I wasn't doing was really understanding what I believed Uh, and why I believed it. I just realized I have a skill set that seems to shine when I'm doing ministry. And so maybe this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm. And so I continue doing ministry. I also think, and I want to make this clear that currently I still have a Christian worldview and I identify with the faith and I feel compelled by the gospel still. Um, But basically being like, I still believe that there's truth there. I'm just parsing through what that means Mm -hmm. and I'm taking my time I'm doing that slowly Mm -hmm. um but before this I was just in working in ministry I was doing a lot for years that's literally been like my whole career Mm -hmm. has been working in churches and ministry and youth work and so it was when I left in 2020 I left my last job and I came to Texas and I at a point I feel like I feel like a part of my I always had this vision that I was just going to be, <laughs> I was going to be uh, uh, in, a, in a Maverick City music video. <laughs> I was going to be standing in a circle with somebody with a guitar and I was going to be singing these songs to the kids of God. Yeah. I just felt like I was going to be on a stage somewhere or leave Not because I wanted fame, but I felt like, what was spoken over me all the time. people saw I had gifts and talents that that was where I was going to go. And I was going to marry somebody's son that was also a pastor. And we were just going to go lead some people's kids in a church somewhere. And then I realized, yikes, I don't actually want to do that. (laughs) That sounds like a no-go for me, but it was when I left Tennessee and I came to Texas and I had, I kind of started over in a lot of ways that I actually had this space I had no it was the first time of years that I was not in a place of spiritual leadership mm. I wasn't walking with other people on their faith journey I was just I wasn't being held accountable to like my last job I had to sign a commitment that I wouldn't drink alcohol um and to <laughs> Courtney's face <laughs> but yeah like I so anyways i'll say all that to say I, I left that and i i think there was this moment that shifted everything when i said what if it doesn't have to be this way mm-hmm. and to somebody that's been in a structured faith world their whole lives that is terrifying i'm yeah. telling you it's scary it's still scary to me right now mm-hmm. um which is why i've decided that i can't do a couple things number one I can't spend my time trying to make sense of my faith through Instagram. Mm -hmm. Everybody is an expert on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows something and got something that you should be doing. Mm -hmm. It is incredibly stressful because everybody's also parsing through what they believe out loud. Mm -hmm. And it makes you feel like you should be quiet if you Mm -hmm. don't have the answers. And I think that's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And it took me a while, especially because a lot of people that are very close to me also left the faith. And so it's like, And I understand, like, I understand the journeys that took them there and I love them and we're still, you know, so it's like, you feel, we live in a very pluralistic, inclusive, and to be someone that's like, I'm exclusive. This is what I believe. And Mm -hmm. because I believe this, what you believe has to be wrong. It feels like, oh my God, I just, when you're on Instagram, it gets to you. Mm
2: -hmm. So that's
0: the number one thing. Number two, I felt like I had to I feel like me and Dami are very similar in this way. And I wonder if you're like this, Courtney, but we're very like results driven. I need to get to this now, mm-hmm. solve this problem right now. And my counselors be like, I'm sorry, but the way that therapy is set up is that it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like the other thing I've been processing is, excuse me, this has to be a slow process. Yeah, it just yeah. has to be, I spent my life, I'm 28 years old. For 26, seven years of my life, I built this infrastructure and I built on a foundation of faith and to remodel and reshape and renovate almost 30 years of shaping, that's not going to happen in six months and Absolutely. a couple of Instagram reels. Right. Like, <laughs> that's not how I right. work. Right. So I don't owe anyone. And this is the thing that I feel like the faith taught me that I'm rejecting is that I owe everyone my answer. I have to like be accountable to people who are loosely connected to me because they also are Christian. So we're supposed to be accountability partners, mm-hmm. And <laughs> I'm supposed to like let you tell me what I should and should not be doing mm-hmm. because I should not trust myself because I'm inherently bad. Mm-hmm. And the community has to help me make sense of what I believe is like what's happening inside my body. Mm-hmm. Or what I'm thinking in my mind, mm-hmm. and I really, I feel like the church helped me foster a distrust of myself mm-hmm. and a reliance on the church mm-hmm. in order to keep me in line. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. that really fucked me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, I feel you. And, and so the process is not only trying to redefine what was just institutionalized by this whole the church as an institution and really mm-hmm. messed me up. What is from the text that I am compelled to when I am not like I don't understand or I'm struggling with or I don't believe really? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then like as a person going through trauma, what is just patterns that my parents use shame to control me? And Mm -hmm. I don't want like you know, it's so many things I have to give myself the chance to do it, even if it takes me another 30 years. I don't know, it feels very I'm not gonna lie to y'all it's very scary I don't really like it
2: yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree
0: so I don't know where do you I guess one thing that I I'm curious for you all is like you um you have partners that are actively on their own spiritual journeys you came into your marriages in one place and you're in another. And I guess that's how marriage works, right? <laughs> Everybody changes. But how does that work? Like, how do you like Courtney specifically? I'm just thinking about the fact that you do not identify with like uh Christianity anymore. And there's a way that I feel like Christian families go about, you know, passing on doctrine to kids that like, uh, but I don't know. My brother, your husband, I don't know what his where he is. I mean, you gotta put him on frustrating, I don't know, but I'm just saying, like how do y'all process that? Like, what does it look like to raise kids if you're in different places and you don't, you're not in alignment, like spiritually or religious?
2: I don't know what, how to put it. Do you know what I'm asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And, and, and if I'm not answering it correctly, then just let me know. Um, You know, honestly, the word that comes to my mind right now is pace. Mm-hmm. And I know we mm-hmm. talked about we wanted things to change like this and- mm-hmm very quick and very fast and that's not how journeying is Uh it's like a marathon you need to pace yourself you know you have to experience a lot of things before you even get to the finish line and so Uh my husband and i we were both devoted christians when we first got married i think that was one of the one of the things that connected us because we were both equally yoked right Uh um i started to discover spirituality on my own like i said in 2020 my husband wasn't there yet And Uh at first it was, it was, um, it was scary because we're not equally yoked, right? And um, he was still going to the church. He was still very heavily involved. And Uh for a second, I was like, "Um, I ain't there. I'm not there. I'm not Uh sure how it was going to go. And and I I didn't even tell him, you know, but eventually um, he felt that and we talked about it. And I think we agreed to just, see where it went um right now we are currently on the same path and mm-hmm. it took some time i definitely had to let it pace out something that i could not control something that i struggle with um and for as far as our children um we teach them the basics we don't teach them anything as far as this is who you need to believe in We treat, we we teach them to treat people kind, Uh to love everybody, Uh you know, they're four and five, Uh, there's no reason to dump religion on them at this point, you know? Uh So as we're journeying, they're journeying too, they don't know it, Uh but we don't, we don't, we don't put the, the burden of getting to know a being or Uh religion at the age of four and five. So Uh we're just teaching them to live life Uh um, in a positive manner love everyone be nice be kind um and that will be reciprocated back to you that's it that's all they need to know right now um mm-hmm. so at first it was a struggle because that's how i was raised like i needed to know by the age of 12 this is what you're gonna do are <laughs> mm-hmm. you going to hell because jesus was 12 <laughs> <Except> <laughs> <or back>. that's <laughs> <right>? <laughs> and that's not fair you know 12 mm-hmm. is middle school like you mm-hmm. you you're just starting to smell yourself in middle school. So we're very, 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 very relaxed and chill mm-hmm. and just teaching them how to be humans mm-hmm. first. That's mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. interesting. I, um, I mean, I guess for myself and my husband, a uh, wonderful man of, of God, hallelujah. Hey. Uh, when we met, we were both on, I would say, a spiritual high, or I would say I was on the highest or different places. We met in church, in a Nigerian church um and a fellowship group in church. So I would say at that point in life, I was very much more closer to quote unquote God than I am now. Um but I think through the different church hurts that we've experienced, I'm when I experience uh when I'm experienced threat, I am a freeze. So you know, fight, flight or freeze, I freeze. And I I I and I create, I guess, anxiety, whereas my husband, he's very solution oriented and action driven. Um, So I feel like the church hurt propelled him to his spiritual freedom. Um, I think right now, um, my husband is a wonderful example of being mindful in his season of spirituality and Mm. understanding God and his vastness. Um, So as it relates to our kids, when I was starting to struggle spiritually of just like, what what is my feeling? What's what's happening? I'm not connecting and trying to like bounce ideas off of him. And, you know, like, what should we do with the kids? Because that was a question I had. I was like, what am I doing? What am I teaching? What am I, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't even know what I believe. He's like, you know, it's a good resource. Like, don't we, don't we provide resources to our kids? Like we take them to soccer, just like, yeah, it's a good resource. It's great for them. Socialization. And yeah, they'll learn to pick up a thing or two here and there. And that's just what it is right now. Um, so it's funny because the the church that right now, maybe for like a month or so, I, I'm not like a member, but I go because it's close um, um, by is because my son comes like, mommy, we, I I'm so excited to go to church. Let's go. Like he likes mm-hmm. it. And he enjoys it um and the children's ministry is really really active so he has a good time and i do want that to i do um because i know that they are planting seeds for him that i just don't have time to plant Mm. let's just be honest i i can't every seed ain't gonna come from me so i think i just am i'm taking them to have a seed planted um on their level even in having i want it to be part of their narrative how that's going to show up in the future i don't know I'm just mm. doing it right now. So in terms of our kids, my husband just, I didn't have a conversation like it's a good resource and that's just where it is right now. And that's okay. So I, I haven't thought far off in the future. So I think we think about regimen. I, I think I like felt guilty because, you know, there were times where on Saturday, you know, my, my, my mom used to make us write uh, what's called book reports on Proverbs.
0: 100%.
1: And when I was, by the time I was like five, I, I could quote like several scriptures. I knew, you know, Psalms 23, the whole thing. I knew the Lord's prayer. There's a lot of these things I was quizzed and learned and things that my kids don't have right now. So I'm like, oh my, my, my bad spiritual, whatever, mom. And my, I'm not waking up them up at 5 a.m. in the morning to pray and read Psalms 91.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's a different vibe. But I'm just honestly, in terms of our kids, just following my husband needs because he's a bit more grounded. Um,
0: and I'm mm-hmm. not. Y'all. Mm. I love f- y'all. I mean, I'm th- so, I have so many thoughts about that. I feel like I can't necessarily speak to like a partner um, on this question or children. I think for me, as, what I'm taking from y'all is what I want to think about as I'm dating. Because I think as you start, I think the, the trend that I saw kind of 2020 and onward is this idea of deconstructing faith, right? And so um, if that's the word we wanna use or reshaping, reforming, whatever, I'm learning, learning. As I'm doing that, I, I'm i just like, how do you do anything? <laughs> <laughs> like if it's not through the lens, if if the truest thing about me is that I'm a soul living in a body, then what governs my soul must also be very top priority for me Mm-hmm. And I think I'll always be that person. I think I live very aware of like my feeling, myself. like I think I am that way. And so I know for a fact that I need a partner that has a similar outlook and worldview in that sense, that spirituality and all of that matters for them and is a rhythm that they want to maintain as a person just in general. Um, but... I don't understand, like, I could never be a person. Just practically speaking, I think, like, for example, I I couldn't have an interfaith relationship. Like, just practically, at the same time, (laughs) I... uh, We could get married, and that changes. (laughs) And so it's like, I... uh, I, I'm finding this balance and my thought process, I feel like it was a bit extreme. We need to both be Christians as evidenced by, we have these rhythms. We attend church in this way. Our small group is this. What's your spiritual accountability like? How, what are you tithing? No, but for real. And then when you tell your friends about all that, oh my God, what a man of God. Like, mm-hmm. oh my, you know, kind of thing. But now it's like, what? what is your priority for spirituality in your life? Like, what is your worldview? And I think if somebody doesn't have a Christian worldview at all, like, I don't know how that would make sense for me, but what is your practice in that and how do you ground yourself and how do you struggle? How do you doubt? Like those kind of things I feel like are things I wasn't thinking about before. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm thinking about listening to you guys that are years a few years ahead of me in terms of marrying and parenting, I'm like, there's a skill set to do this to with somebody that I should be looking for. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I need to start making a job description <laughs> because <laughs> this is not just like, oh, I need to get somebody who does all these things and shows up in the church this way because that could change. Like it's where, how do you you as a person, how do you govern your soul? Like, and, um, and then there are some other practicalities around that that just I care about. So anyhow, I think one thing I do want us to share if we're cool with it and then we can kind of wrap up is, unless y'all have more to say, um, it's like where we're wanting to go, like where like where we're wanting to be spiritually. Um, yeah. Does that question make sense? Yeah. I think
1: um, something that sticks out to me as I'm listening to both of you guys share is I think Courtney said it. No, Mary said it. You know, what is the spiritual life that can sustain me in mm-hmm. this season? I think- That sustainability piece is so important. Something I preach to my clients like all the time, Um, even thinking about how uh, the way in which I grew up, it created a distrust in myself Mm -hmm. that I relied heavily on the community of like the church and things like that to kind of gear me the right way, but kind of do undoing it because even just, you know, when I'm not spiritually sound, all other things unravel. And I'm mm. now like, ooh, who do I trust? It's like mm. you, hoe, trust yourself. Like, oh. <laughs> I was on the phone with Diamond like, just get up and walk out. It's gonna feel so good. Leave that church. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> if like, they talking nonsense, walk out. <laughs> uh, so I need to um, figure out what's sustainable. But 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 in order to do that, I need to sit down with my body and just meditate and be mm. more um, intimate with me and my body just to just to make create more familiarity so I'm not Mm -hmm. overlooking when a moment when those inklings and those like hints or those nudges or that good feeling comes in Mm
0: -hmm. so I can
1: create more trust with myself so like really just sitting with Mm -hmm. me right Mm -hmm. what does that mean like slowing it down like I'm in Mm -hmm. the season of just being more mindful in my healing and I think I need to slow this process down spiritually and just be with my body and I think as I do that I learn who I am I become intimate with me so that Mm -hmm. when I make decisions around spirituality what I want to do or don't do it's okay because it feels good with my body Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. um and I've developed trust in that so that's Mm -hmm. something I think I'm taking away from this conversation that I want to like be better at and held accountable to that's
2: good (laughs) should I go
1: or
0: you want to go Courtney
2: okay so kind of like just piggybacking off of what Dami said, um, this whole journey is about trusting who you are. Mm-hmm. I think that's just a lesson that I had to learn. Um, just deconstructing Christianity um, is almost like a bad relationship. Like you you find false here and a lie there and false here and a lie there. And you're like, okay, what's what's really the truth? Mm-hmm. So I really had to just align myself with truth and wanting to know truth and um, clearing out all distractions that I had learned. So, where where I want to be is just on one accord with God. I want to trust myself completely. I want to trust God completely. I want to be able to distinguish anxiety and intuition because that tripped me up a lot. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I'm just I'm just trying to learn daily to trust myself because I'm following who God is. Does that make sense? Yes. It does. And so that's where I am. I just want to be able to be like, oh, this is God.
0: Yeah.
2: This, I, I ain't nervous about it. I'm not fearful about it. This is from God. So I just want to be able to have that consciousness to where I'm connected fully all the time without without anxiety. But is that is that real life? I don't know. I think anxiety <laughs> sneaks up Every time, like <laughs> yes. in every crevice, in every corner, mm-hmm. in every crease. Um, But I just want to be able to be so confident in who God is and mm-hmm. in myself and just journey. That's mm-hmm. it. That's, that's That's really all I want. Mm.
0: I feel like when I started this whole process, when I allowed myself to begin this process, it started with, I wanted to be like, okay, what do I believe is true? Let's just decide.
2: Mm-hmm. But I
0: had to first acknowledge what no longer feels true for me. And I, like, started there. Now that I feel like I have a grip on that and I'm more confident in that, like, actually, I reject that. That's not true for me. Mm -hmm. I don't think that, like, my church attendance is is a representation of what my spiritual health, Mm -hmm. even though I value community. Like, those Mm -hmm. things don't necessarily have to. So, like, I've been thinking through and naming those things and holding them for myself and growing confident in that. Where I want to go is I want to... Explore like, um, more of what is my question? I have is, is there room in the faith for people like me? Um, <laughs> because I feel like so many people I talked to, and I talked about us doing this podcast, they are somewhere in here. And doing faith in the south in Western culture, is like if you want to have community and you want to, um, like, you want like, Courtney talked about being, like, I'm going on this spiritual journey, but it feels very alone. Like, it's really hard for a lot of people. Like, you just, they just, that's not something they want to do or feel like they can do. So you just kind of fall into doing faith and church and things in a certain way. And, and a lot of those rhythms I don't necessarily think are as fruitful as we, like, have made them to seem like they are. Mm. So what does it look like for me to have a life of faith connected to Christianity, still trying to sort through what I believe, but not being... If, if the faith is meant for me to do in community, like how do I have community? I want to give it a chance. I don't want to just, I want to give it a chance. I mean, I want to give myself time to explore, is there room in this space for where I am? Is there, um, is there room? Can I, can I find community that um, is similar to me in some way? And can we like forge something real even if it's not me going to a church every Sunday or me being on the worship team um and and then if I don't find that after some time then like being bold enough to figure out you know what does that mean for me what's next mm-hmm. so I just want to give myself time to explore a little bit more mm-hmm. and I think that's the good thing to do for me It feels good in my body and uh yeah that's um oh my god. Oh y'all.
2: This was really good. Really I'm really excited. I know <laughs> I said it
0: wasn't
1: therapy, but it
0: felt real good.
2: It did. <laughs> yeah,
0: <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Well, I feel like uh all hearts and minds clear. Y'all, anything mm-hmm. else on the floor? Everything y'all
2: good? good. We
0: good. We're good. I'm good. Everything I love y'all. Everything
2: y'all love me. me?
0: I love you. I love us. You know I'm the baby of the family. I need all the love. (laughs) Um, We got a lot of good stuff coming up. So I can't wait to be back together and do this again. But let's get up off here and let y'all go do y'all thing and live our lives. We'll see you next week.